Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. In the last few classes, we have been discussing the characteristics of Asthita Pragna. And these are very, very popular, well-chanted verses in Bhagavad Gita, particularly when somebody passes away, we chant these verses. This verse is actually to be chanted when the person is alive. Because what we have learned so far is how does a person with steady intellect functions in life? And how does he become a person with a steady wisdom? The first thing we have seen, it says, Yaha sarvatra anabhisnehaha. He is unattached everywhere. Very first quality a person needs to develop so that he can become a man of a steady wisdom. Anytime we get attached, our mind will be colored by that attachment. And then everything we see in that relationship, everything we see related to that, will be colored by that attachment. So therefore, Bhagavan said, Tita Pragna is the one who is sarvatra anabhisneha. He is unattached everywhere. In our case, we are unattached in some Cases, but attached in some cases. And we think it's okay. Well, I'm unattached with everything in my work. Who cares what happens as soon as I leave at 5 o'clock? When it comes home, it is attachment all over again. Once one who leaves without any attachment everywhere, then he lives a life where he remains equanimous in all the happenings and occurrences and events in his life. Shubha, Ashubha. Ninda, Stuti, Raga, Dvesha, whatever comes in his life, because of his unattachment, he sees that as a passing event in his life, and he remains like a lighthouse. Any thunderstorm comes, lighthouse remains steady. That person, his core of his being, he does not get affected by it. How does he achieve that non-attachment? He said, by very intelligent living. And what is intelligent living? He said, just like a tortoise, when it senses danger, it retracts all his limbs. This person of a steady wisdom who has achieved this unattachment by controlling his senses and not challenging the senses because he knows that senses are very powerful that it can take away even the balance of a very wise person. A person may be the highest scientist in medical science and knows everything about what should be eaten, what not to be eaten. But when he goes to the party, he becomes like anybody else. All his knowledge about his science, about how the sugar works in your system and 
it creates dehydration and then it creates the, all that goes away and the sweet is in front of you. Because the sense of taste is so powerful that at that time you think it's okay. So the person who is of a steady wisdom, he knows that the senses are powerful. There is no point in challenging the senses and then try to control it. He avoids the situation. So he withdraws his senses when he senses danger. So don't go to the party where they are going to serve you know, sweets. And if I am a diabetic, leave just before they serve the dinner. If you stay there, it's a problem. If you leave, not a problem. So such a person lives an intelligent life of not challenging his senses to get attached to the sense objects. So that's the first thing. He also realizes where does the fall come for even a wise person. He learned that the everything starts from attachment. Therefore, non-attachment was his main goal of life, to become non-attached everywhere. And why that is? Because in his previous experiences of life, before he decided how to live an intelligent life, he realized the ladder of fall. And we have seen the letter of fall in the last few verses. Dhyato visayan punsaha sangahatesu upajayade. He learned from his own observations in life. How does this attachment occur? Attachment doesn't occur because I come across a thing or a being the first time. Attachment also doesn't occur if it is a second time, sporadically sometime. But if I constantly think about that object, when do I constantly think about the object? If I come in contact with that object over and over and over again, and as we have seen last time, that's all the advertisement work. They're going to bombard on you that iPhone 6, iPhone 6, iPhone 6, wherever you turn around, every media there, because that's how you make people attached to that product. This person of steady wisdom has realized that that's the danger. If you think about anything constantly, you will get attached. So you realize that constant thinking creates attachment. I say, well, attachment, what's the problem with attachment? Sangat sanjayate kamaha. Attachment creates desire. That attachment for that object or a being creates desire. I want to be with him all the time, with her all the time. I want that car. I want that phone. All that creates desire. Kamat krodo abhidhyayate. There is no guarantee in life that all my desires will be fulfilled. If I have a desire, and it becomes unfulfilled desire, it gives rise to anger. This world is unjust. It is not giving me opportunity to achieve this. That's the anger. And then the krodhat bhavati sammohaha, the krodha creates delusion. We have seen that the whole mechanism of anger that once the mind is in that state of anger, the memory bank shuts down because of its overload. Once there is no access to my memory, I have no buddhi. Buddhi is purely nothing but an access to your data bank. That's how we decide what is right and wrong. A measure against my past experience. This is right or wrong. Because in my primary school I learned 2 plus 2 is 4. Now when I put it together, it's a 2 plus 2 has to be 4. Because from my past experience, past knowledge, my memory says that is correct. 
But if I do not have an access to that memory, there is no buddhi. So the buddhi is nothing but an access to your memory bank. And the time of anger, temporarily that access has been denied to you. So therefore, krodhat bhavati sammoha, sammoha smriti vibramaha, because of that delusion, I have no memory. And because I have no memory, smriti bransad buddhi nashaha, his intellect is destroyed, at least time being, while you are angry. Therefore, when people are angry, they say anything and everything. When he comes down, he will start talking all, all senses again. I'm so sorry, I should have never said it. So what happened that time? That time he did not have access to his intellect. Buddhi nasat pranashyati. Such a person perishes. Does not mean he dissolved into nothingness. But that relationship is destroyed. No matter how much you try to patch afterwards, that other person will never forget what you told me when you were angry. So that is, you have already destroyed the relationship. You destroyed the opportunity. You go to your boss and ask for a raise and you get angry. You already lost your opportunity to work there or to get a raise. So such a person, Pranashad, he loses his opportunity to rise in the situation where he can evolve from where he is to the next level of evolution. Next few verses say, Raga Dvesa Vyuktehe Tu Visayan Indriyascharan Atma Vashyehi Videyatma Prasadam Adigachati. So, what is the benefit of becoming non attached? Is Titapragna. If it is such a person, who has developed this non-attachment through this practice of controlling his senses and realizing the mechanism of his mind that how this attachment was creating all the side effects all the way to buddhinasa. He becomes raga dvesa vyoktaha. He is beyond now raga and dvesha. Because there is no attachment, he does not have any likes or dislikes. Visayan Indriya's Charan. So now he does not have to give up this world and go to Himalayas. He can live in this world and move around in the society just like anybody else. But he is not attached. And therefore he does not have likes or dislikes. He will be put up in any situation because of the way this life works, this sansar works. But he is unaffected by the happening. We get affected by the happenings because of Raga and Advesha. When we are in a conducive situation, we feel good about it and we get attached to that. When we are not conducive, we are very upset. When this is, I, I really don't like the situation. But such a person, because of his training of his mind, has to be non-attached. He becomes Raga Advesha Vyuktaha. So he can freely move around. Swamiji's definition of freedom is, is, what is freedom? Freedom is not to do what I feel like doing. I feel like eating sweet, but I don't eat it. With that mental control, that's a freedom. Now I can go to this party and stay around till the, the dinner time. Previously I have to make sure that if I really can't eat sweet, I better live before that. Now that I have developed control, I can be anywhere. Teetotalers, because I don't drink, that doesn't mean that I can be in a happy hour with my friends. You know? <laughs> I can be happy hour with my friend and can have a Coke. 
many, many, many months ago, I used to gin and tonic. This is the only drink I liked when I tried. I could never liked anything else. So now what I do is, I'll go to the party and just a tonic water. Now, there is no difference for other guy whether I have a gin in my drink or not. He thinks I'm drinking gin and tonic. I am drinking just tonic water. And I figured out... Right, everything in it, minus gin. And I figured out it actually tastes better just a pure tonic water than a gin and tonic. So now because I'm free from that desire to drink alcoholic drink, I'm free to go to any party and carry a tonic water or soda and happily moving around. Visayan Indriyas Charan, he moves around in this world of sense objects freely. He does not have to give up and go to Himalayas. Why people have to go and go to Himalayas? When you don't have control over your senses. When you know that if I live in this situation, I'll never be able to control my mind. I have to find an environment which will make me control my senses. That's why I say, first when you take sannyas, go to Himalaya. You're not ready, you're just a brahmachari, you just decided this is something I like. Stay away from the, all the attractions. Once you establish, come back. Swamiji went to Himalaya for 11 years at Tapuan Kuti. Then he said, now I'm ready to go back and teach people. Now he can freely move around all the sansaris. Therefore, in our Gujarati it says, Sadhu to chalta bala. Even after he comes back, if he settles down one place, gradually he will develop attachment. Swami Tijumanda, when he first came here in the United States, is a brahmachari. He was put up as acharya in California. And Swamiji likes cooking. He likes to cook. So when he will be cooking and somebody comes, he says, well, come on, you know, have some dinner with me. So now this guy, Swamiji, made a very nice bangan sabji. Now he goes and tells other devotees that I went to Swamiji's, you know, Kutia the other day or his home border. And Swamiji makes such a nice bangan bartha. The next day I comes and says, Swamiji, you never invited me for a Swamiji. <laughs> Swamiji says, okay, now next time you come. Then he says, I realized that this is becoming a problem. Since I gave up cooking completely. <laughs> Swami Chinmayanda used to say that, it is great that I only come here for one week. Swamiji never stayed any place more than one week. He comes or a camp maybe 10 days or whatever. You see, if I stay here longer, I'll get attached to you guys. You avoid all the situation which will bring you down. Attain that level of discipline that now you can freely move around. But you can never be careless about it. Never be underestimating your senses even after you gain control over it. You have to constantly be vigilant to not create a situation where you get attached. So he said, Atma Vashyai Videyatma Prasadam Adhigachade Such a person who is self-restrained, who has a control over his senses and mind and intellect, his reward is Prasadam Adhigachade. He receives this Prasad. We all know what prasad is. If you sit through the puja in a disciplined manner, at the end of the puja there will be a prasad. Something sweet will come to you if you sit through this puja for two hours or one hour. If you have 
developed this discipline of mind where the mind is under control in all situation then you get the prasad which is a tranquil mind is a prasad but the ishwar prasad is that now your mind is so pure and tranquil that you see through things as is in all situations so what happens when you have that prasad next verse says prasade sarva dukhanam hanihi asya upajayate by that prasad of the pure and tranquil mind all my dukha gets destroyed hanihi sarva dukhana why am i doing everything what i am doing right now in my life i want to get rid of all my dukha and for that i have devised all this system i'm going to acquire more money i'm going to invest it in a right way on a 401k i will to maximize my ira all of that and then make sure the social security will be maximized all that i had devised for what hani hi sarva dukhana i want to get rid of all my unhappiness or anything which is causing grief to me bhagwan said the only way is when you get this prasad prasad tranquil mind pure tranquil mind then all my dukha will go away because this dukha is nothing but projection of my mind something which i consider not conducive therefore it is giving me unhappiness i have itch causing me pain but i can't get rid of the itch i keep you know scratching again and again this attachment to anything when it drops and mind is tranquil and clear all dukhas are gone says sarva dukhana mahani ashe upajayate all his dukha gets destroyed that's the benefit of getting prasad prasanna chetasah asu buddhihi pari avatishthate so what happens when a mind is tranquil it's now bright and open mind and it receives the knowledge freely when my mind is closed and is polluted i can't receive the right knowledge people may tell me this is right but i'll never accept it but when my mind is open and prasanna in a happy bright mood buddhihi pari avatishthate his intellect becomes steady in all situation he sees the right thing whatever the reality is he sees it through and through we see reality from our perspective so therefore if somebody says oh, how is richmond oh it's great when i am in a good mood if somebody says oh, good morning so the guy say what is good in this morning today <laughs> one guy told his friend i don't think i have pleasure of meeting your wife and the other guy said how do you think it's a pleasure <laughs> so it's our mind we create situation with the likes and dislikes but one who has a tranquil mind bhagwan said he sees things as is and therefore there is no conflict we see with our intellect it is going to be cold because now the winter is coming well this time winter is a little early because of the polar vortex therefore we are not upset about it we'll be prepared take out all the sweaters and cardigans and overcoats whatever we have in our closets and bring them out or go and buy new one because we accepted the situation it is when we don't accept the situation when we are not prepared for it say such a person 
he is always prasanna chetasa some people when from their face you think what's wrong with him and somebody is always smiling you always like to be associated with people who are happy smiling not the people who are all grouchy that because his mind is reflecting outside in his behavior and you are getting the vibes so you don't really like it so i said prasanna chetasa aso buddhi pari avatishtate he attains steady wisdom steady intellect na asti buddhi ayuktasya why you should be striving to become a man of a steady wisdom or a woman of a steady wisdom because if you are not what are you missing out what will be the condition na asti buddhi ayuktasya for ayukta one who is not equanimous for him there is no buddhi for him there is not really a steady intellect one time i will think this is right another time i will think that is right and i'll be keep waffling between what is right and wrong in this life so one thing if you are not achieved that steadiness of your intellect you do not have buddhi secondly na cha ayuktasya bhavana he also bhavana in actually in our gujarati means emotions bhagavad gita here translates meditation bhavana is also for what i am trying to achieve in my life what is my goal that's what my bhavana is well i want to do this for my family i want to do this for my country that's my bhavana so that my goal my goal right now is to achieve that supreme being who has no unhappiness but because i'm ayukta because my mind is not steady i can't have that bhavana also steady that's why we don't really have a great goal of achieving that because one time is when i think this is all good but i'm not really sure it's practical you know why we constantly doubt ourselves ayukta there is no equanimity in mind therefore we waffle back and forth sometimes we think this is the only way to do it. no i don't think so so that is ayukta sa bhavana he cannot be steady in his goal you can only march towards your goal when you are steady in your mind that that's what i want to achieve otherwise we waffle back and forth I mean, a few days ago i met in a conference somebody who used to work for me for a long time ago so i said so what are you doing right now then give me your card so it took out four cards the why four cards it's okay i'm i'm working part time here so that's my card at that in sustainable then i'm also doing some kitchen remodeling so that's my second card third i'm also consulting in such as a third card the fourth card because we are not sure what is good for me we keep waffling but maybe this will give me no maybe maybe that no no maybe that bhagwan say nacha abhavayatah shanti hai for somebody who has not a goal fixed my emotions fixed on what i'm trying to achieve for him there is no shanti we are constantly waffling back and forth and saying i think the stock market is the way to go I'm going to put all my money in stock market. Or I'm going to give up everything and become a day trader. During those roaring 90s, when the market was just going crazy, people were saying, "I know why are you wasting your time in on this job and giving you 80, 90,000, whatever, 100,000? Become a day trader. You can make a couple of hundred thousand dollars just like that." So people gave up their job and took the seminars how to become a day trader. Then everything collapsed, you know, and then they lost everything. so then i said well, what else can we do so this is one whose goal is not steady 
is no shanti nacha abhavayata shanti and in the end where did we start we want to be happy we want to be happy all the time asantasya kutha sukham if you do not have shanti then you may have accomplished this or that but where is the sukham for a asant person there is no sukham so you have to work now backward i want a sukha so on a shanti for a shanti i need to have a tranquil mind tranquil mind i can only get if i'm not attached and i will not be attached if i constantly not think about the one thing over and over again that's the only way i will be able to be free myself with that we'll stop here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave om shantihi 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 hari hiyo shri gurubhyo namaha hari hiyo